Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. ESPN NBA insider Jay Williams joins Wolf and Luke to talk NBA and the Suns. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Hour number three of the show, live from the Auction Community Studios. And joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Lines are... Good friend Jay Williams, co-host of Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN. Jay Will, what's going on, man? What's up, boys? You know, it's been a it's been a spirited day. Had a little bit of a <laughs> a first take debate uh, that I watched uh, in real time between Kendrick Perkins and JJ Redick, which was extremely entertaining. Uh, <laughs> sitting courtside with a tub of popcorn, and uh, we got this whole John Morant issue going on too in the Western Conference. So, you know, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, you you brought it up. I have to ask you about job. What 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 do you think of this, Jay? Will where do you think it's all headed? So, well, if there, um, I'm going to say a couple of names. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, but like, um, there are some rappers out there, like NBA Young Boy, uh, Little Baby, um, and these guys are like are big time rappers, right? And in a lot of their videos, you see them with guns. You, and you just It's a lot of that kind of talk, like where, you know, it's just about like the lifestyle and, yeah. and holding it. And I think, frankly, like what we're seeing with John Morant, have you guys ever, you know, seen a kid? Like I had a couple of friends like this when I would live down in Miami several years ago um, where I would see them, you know, sitting on a Ferrari and I would see that like on their Instagram and it's like living that life, right? I'm like, that's not your Ferrari. Yeah. You actually live in a one bedroom apartment. Like, why are you flaunting? And I think for me, like what I'm seeing from John Morant is somebody who that's not who he is, but like he's portraying this lifestyle um, because like, that's what, like that's what that Memphis scene is that he's rolling with. Like that's the NBA young boy. That's a lot. It's like almost his own music rap video mm. is what John was doing. And I, I frankly believe that when there are no repercussions for your actions, because Typically, whenever somebody tells you no, you can find ways for somebody else to tell you yes, that we have came to you know, uh, a cataclysmic point in John Morant's life where an intervention has occurred now between Adam Silver and the NBA and the Memphis Grizzlies. And I hope it's a turning point for him that this portrayed lifestyle, the one that you're not actually living, uh, is only going to work to your detriment. And you need to be comfortable with who you are with this fame and this attention and know that it's not about who you're portraying yourself to be. you got to figure out who you actually are. And that is being the best representation of your family and your organization. And mm-hmm. from somebody that went through making a mistake, trust me, I have firsthand experience. And I wish I had a second chance to showcase how I learned. And I hope that the same thing doesn't happen to Ja. We're talking to Jay Williams, and yeah, Jay. I mean, now now there there are repercussions. We don't even know when he's when he's coming back. But I I thought the encouraging part, I guess, for the, the lack of a better term, this this week was it, it did sound like Ja Morant kind of gets it now, and it, and it wasn't just like, hey, here's a bunch of people telling Ja what he has to do. It, it seemed like you know, based on that statement, that he understands things have to change because he's got. I mean, saying he has a bright future in this league is an understatement. He could be like an all-time great if he just, you know, just stays on track. He can be the face of the NBA. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the young faces of the NBA. And think about, I mean, how how much things have changed. Like, you know, Nike, who let Kyrie go, and that's for another conversation, but you let Kyrie go and then you want to give this young fella – 
a signature shoe, and then this happens, you're saying, saying well, wait, wait a second, what, what are we doing here? So I think there's generational wealth at stake. And I, I think there's a young man who's just trying to navigate this new lifestyle, uh, which frankly is disorienting. For anybody who's been a pro, for anybody who's came into money at a young age, uh, it's, it's not the easiest task uh, to walk this path and just be secure and confident in who you are when you're mm-hmm. influenced by so many different variables. No doubt about it, Jay. Appreciate you being so open and coming on the air and talking to us about this. How about Kevin Durant and the Suns? Um, your thoughts on what you're seeing? It's a small sample size, but your thoughts so far? I mean, look, I've said this before about his game. I think one of the reasons why I think he is the greatest scorer ever to play the game is because his game seamlessly fits into any strategy, Mm. any scheme. If you need him to take 20 dribbles to get a shot, he can do it, but that's not who he is, right? And and, and I will say this because I heard him say it. Directly to me, like him going to Golden State was almost like it was an it was like um, an iPhone 3.0, right? <laughs> like when you're playing offense or when you're in that first iPhone, you're like, man, it doesn't do this. We got to update the iOS system, like all these other things. And I think going to Golden State, like, oh, this is what a continuity offensive scheme looks like. Oh, here's how to pick your spots. I was already efficient and being plugged in. I think, frankly, it's opened up opportunities for Devin Booker to be more prolific. I, I, I said this today. I'm like, this is going to allow Devin Booker to become more of like that Kobe Bryant that we saw a couple of years ago mm. during the NBA playoffs because now he could be a playmaker. And now KD attracts so much attention that him off down screens, off pins, off curls, you can't leave him on that side. So you can run so many, so much, which is one of the reasons why he's having games, eight, nine, ten 10 assists, 11 assists. Because the games, the court opens up, and Katie doesn't need the ball every possession. So uh, there's still challenges, I think, for Monty Williams and his team. But I think Katie's fit has been seamless. I still wonder about their depth, and I still wonder mm-hmm. about them defensively. Mm-hmm. You know who they'll be because they have to make a lot of improvement. And also, like you no know, scheme is going to be you know making CP3 like CP3 is going to have to make big plays down the stretch because. You're going to limit everything that KD and Devin Booker do, mm-hmm. which is going to leave it to the traditional point guard to make things happen. And if CP3 can deliver, then it'll be worth the championship mm-hmm. run. Talking to Jay Williams, Jay, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, uh, the the Kobe reference because we heard you make it last week, and that's obviously not a name that gets brought up lightly. And I'm not saying Devin Booker is Kobe Bryant, but but he does have that mentality of some doors open yeah. up. I mean, that's that's a very high ceiling to potentially hit. Yeah, but you know, it's like I, 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 I'm gonna speak for myself. I feel like I epitomize Kobe in, in, in my lifestyle, right? And I think sometimes people conflate when they hear Kobe, like, oh, it's gonna equate to the championships, and it's not about that. It's more about how you, like, what, what is your approach to the game? Like, how do you, mm. how do you play it? Yeah. And I think for me, like, I've been around B book since. I mean, a high school All-American game where I just saw him work and I saw him thriving and I saw him keep going. I, there is a relentless pursuit of excellence that, to me, epitomizes who Kobe Bryant was and anything he did. And for me, like that, that's what I see in Devin Booker. Are there games somewhat similar? Sure. Uh, will it equate to him winning you know, multiple NBA championships? I hope so. But that relentless pursuit of being the best and being aggressive – and I, you know, I need him to get, get engaged in 
you know, talking trash to Luca a little bit earlier, but still, like, I, I like that. Like, that's who Devin Booker needs to be, and we're watching him grow right in front of our eyes as well. I only got a minute. I only got a minute here, but I have to ask you this. What would you try to do to slow down Book and Durant? What would you try to do to slow the Suns down? I mean, I would give them a variety of multiple coverages. I would I would blitz them all pin downs. I would force I would force CP3 to be us. I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm going to clog the paint, I'm going to limit touches, I'm going to run double teams at them, I'm trying to get the ball in their hands. I, I have to make guys like Craig, guys, CP3, other guys beat us. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, um, I, I think that is going to be the, the – that's why I said CP3 is going to have to come through or DeAndre Ayton has got to come through in the stretch because if, if you are going to be able to catch these guys a couple of games or you limit them, um, the calling card will be there for CP3 to have some prolific offensive games, and he's going to need a couple. I'm not saying he's going to do it consistently, but there's going to be some times where you're going to need CP3 to put up 25, yep. 30 points on top of 10 assists, and uh, that's going to be playoff basketball because they're going to take a lot of those looks from D-Brook and Kevin Durant away. Jay Williams, always Thank great you, to Jay. talk to you, man. Thank you for the time. All right, boys.